Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money of M89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. I've got my own number of the day. It's 28.5%. Yeah, that's that's how much the average interest in studying abroad has plummeted over the past year or so. And if you look at how COVID-19 has disrupted cross-border travel, uh, you've got classes going remote. I, I uh, advanced my education and more than three quarters of it was uh, online. Uh, uh, many have been hesitant to pursue an education overseas. So students have to deal with travel restrictions. They've got the possibility of only being able to attend classes remotely. It might not seem worth it to spend that kind of money to study abroad when you could just spend most of it doing, studying from the comfort of your home. But despite the drop in interest, International Education Services Provider IDP Singapore has observed a mounting interest from Singapore students with at least 200 who are looking to resume or start their classes down under in Australia. It's not going to be easy, obviously. You know, there are a couple of things to go through. Uh, but there are an extensive number of programs to choose from. And from the volatility brought about by COVID-19, well, you would imagine it can be a struggle to figure all of this out. So how can IDP Singapore help these potential students out? On the line with me this morning is Emma Chen, who is Marketing Manager, IDP Education. Emma, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm good. How about you? Very good. Thank you for good. having me. Uh, and we're going to talk about education. I love it. Let's let's first try and understand and get to know your company, IDP Singapore. Tell us a little bit about it, uh, apart from you guys being a leader in international education services. Yeah. Okay. So here at IDP, we have five countries that we represent. The Australia, Canada, UK, and um, Ireland. And we... Oh, sorry, New Zealand as well. And um, we use... We are actually an education consultancy, so we actually help students in preparation for their overseas studies. We help them with finding the destination that works for them best, the course that works for them best, and also the university that works for them best. On top of that, yes, we are also actually a co-owner of the IELTS. So it's a test, an English proficiency test that some people take for some courses or for migration purposes or for employment purposes. I see. So you, you, you're like a... Like a education journey consultant in that sense. Yes, that's right. So we also help with like your, when, after you have confirmed your studies overseas, we also help with things like your visa preparation, um, your accommodation, seeking and all. So basically it's like a one-stop journey right, that we right. provide. Yeah. Yes. And, and making money wise, it's it's what I like. Let's say I'm a student. Uh, I pay you uh, a flat fee and, and there are a set amount of services available to me. Actually, here at IDP, we do not have any fees that we collect from students directly if you do an application uh, for your studies to us. Right. So, yeah, if it comes to things like visa applications, then there is um, a fee for visa application. But other than that, um, our fees are actually waived if you do an application to so us. So, yeah. how do you make money then? <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> we actually, uh, we have, uh, we work with the clients. Like ah. Our clients are the universities. Yeah. So like the okay. headhunter model, uh, if I don't study more than three months, you don't get, you don't get a <laughs> so, so, okay, so the clients are the ones paying you should students come from you, like, come your way, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, okay, yeah. I get it, I get it. So let, let's talk about um, 
you know, when it comes to studying abroad, I always believe that what gives, you know, you an advantage if you study abroad is that sense of globalization, that sense of being in a different culture. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, why do some students, Singapore students in particular, choose to study abroad? Actually, according to a survey that IDP did, the majority of the students choose to study abroad because of a few reasons. Mm. One, they want to gain independence, independence <laughs> that you probably wouldn't have if you were to study locally. And as you said, studying abroad also helps to widen one's global network and it also allows them to be immersed in a melting pot of culture and diversity that you may not necessarily get in Singapore. Yeah. And it also helps you to explore more career prospects and help you discover your new interests and opportunities that you may not discover here. Right, because even uh, career prospects, if you take an internship overseas, I knew, I know I have a friend who did that. He ended up spending 16 years overseas. What's what's the rough estimated cost for someone to study abroad? Say, I mean, let's just take Australia, for example. Yeah, okay. If we look at Australia, um, the cost fees are really are really dependent on the cost itself. So it can start um, from about fifteen thousand a year up to you know fifty, sixty, seventeen thousand a year, depending mm. on the cost itself. So the most expensive courses are usually the medicine courses that you're okay. looking at. Okay. Yeah. And the and longest for, ones as well, right? Like five yeah, years correct. at least. Yes, correct. So, and we have to take into account the living expenses as mm, well. Mm, so, living expenses for Australia, you're probably looking at about 1 to 1.2k a month. Okay. Um, on top of your accommodation, that will start at about 300 a week. Okay, okay. Um, so let's talk about COVID-19 and the impact it played. Obviously, uh, people were cautious two years ago through the past two years to, to go overseas and study. Where, where are we at now though? What, what is the biggest concern for potential overseas students? Yeah, I think in the past, yes, like you've mentioned at the start, um, it would be things like um, online classes and all. But I think now with COVID restrictions easing in countries over the world, and Singaporeans are generally very open to travel right now, mm. we have already seen 50% increase in inquiries for overseas study compared to the same time last year. So I think now students are actually already comfortable with going back to complete their studies or even embark on their study journey right now. Mm. I'm curious though, if, if let's say we rewind the clock to about a year ago, I'm let's say I'm a student, I'm studying overseas, there's this pandemic, there's multiple lockdowns. What were some of the challenges that these students face and how did you guys at IDP help? Yeah, um, so we do have like, okay, so for last year, we mm. have people who have chosen to put their studies on hold. Okay. So at IDP here, we would help them uh, with, you know, uh, changing the dates that they are more comfortable with, uh, putting it on hold first to see when the borders are reopened and we can actually then contact them back again. So, for example, for New Zealand, currently they are open for on invitation basis. Mm. So now we already have students who have been invited back to complete their studies. So that's where we will get in touch with the students again to help them with the journey again. Wow. I mean, I can't imagine doing it on my own if I didn't have a, a company like IDP to help me. I'd be crying, man. So, so now that we're here, um, trying to be in this post-pandemic, endemic phase, borders are opening up. What are you seeing in terms of the trend to go overseas and study. I understand you guys have a positive outlook. Yeah, um, we actually do. So like I shared earlier, we have a 50% increase in inquiries already wow. coming in. So it's looking really positive. And that being said, I think many of these inquiries are actually looking for overseas studies in this year itself, the later half of this year and actually for 2022 and beyond. 
So we are we are actually quite hopeful that our applications will definitely pick up as compared to same time last year. And it looks like Australia seems to be the popular choice. I mean, in the past it was because it's it's closest, but also they they the way they handled the the, the pandemic, I suppose, could be one reason. Yeah, um, that, that could be one reason. But I think overall, Australia has always been a very popular yeah, destination yeah. for Singaporean students. Yeah. So I think because on the education front, that is something ultimately they are there to study. So I think there is a very wide range of universities and courses available for international students in Australia. And also the fact that their degrees are actually widely recognised here in Singapore. Mm, That is true as well. mm, Yeah, that's true. Um, In terms of trends, I mean, obviously Australia seems to be a popular choice. Uh, Are there any other countries that seem to be emerging worth keeping an eye on when it comes to going overseas to study? Yeah, definitely. Um, So the UK is coming in strong. Uh, Mm. We are also seeing a 25% boost in interest this year. So for the UK, it's usually gaining popularity because you can actually get an honours degree in three years in the UK, while you can you will probably need at least four years in another country. So this less time, right, would actually mean that you can start your career earlier and also help you with uh, lower cost fees because you spend one year less, right, and also the less living expenses that you spend while you are studying abroad. Yeah, that is a very good point. Uh, I never thought about it that way. What about courses-wise? I mean, in terms of course of study, do you see any emerging courses? For courses, we are seeing an upsurge in demand for medicine and allied health courses, especially from the A-level graduates. So the A-level results were recently released uh, earlier in February. Mm. So we have seen uh, a lot of uh, interest in these courses. Other than medicine, we have data-centric programs that are also gaining popularity, particularly IT, which we have seen an increase of approximately 40% in applications. And we have courses like computer science, law, and mm. biomedical science that are also seeing in growth. Okay. Emma, let, let's let's help the parents out right now. Uh, say, you know, parents with children who are already thinking about their tertiary studies, they want to go overseas. What kind of tips can you share, you know, in this current time if you're trying to plan for your overseas studies? What should people take note of? Yeah, okay. So I think um, everybody's needs, uh, every student has their own set of needs. Like, you know, you have things like budget, you have things like um, the preferred study destinations and all. And a lot of times the parents' needs and wants also come to play. So usually here at IDP, what we encourage students to do is to come with or without your parents, right, to talk to our counsellors to actually help to guide you through your inquiries and help you understand the students better. And then we can help to guide you towards your best suited uh, universities and courses. And especially in this COVID period, the regulations are pretty fluid uh, at times. So it would be great, yeah, if you could, you know, speak to a counsellor and they can let you know, like, during your particular intake that you're looking at, what is it that you're looking out for? Because currently now, there's a lot more things that you have to take note of. So it's really great if you can have one of our counsellors guide you through it. Um, And as for how early you should start your planning, some people actually start as early as two years before they graduate. Mm -hmm. And some people actually do it uh, closer to their results release. So there's really no right or wrong. We are happy to assist based on anybody's desired timeline. 
I, I know you, you're mostly involved in the marketing side of things, but I, just out of curiosity, have you witnessed a, a situation where a parent and a child are talking to a counsellor about going overseas to study and both of them can't agree on what to study? And then the parent goes, you know, I'm paying for this. Have you seen that situation and how do the counsellors deal with it? Yeah, um, okay. So ultimately, I guess a lot of times, yeah, there definitely would be some varying uh, form of disagreement or agreement, <laughs> right? Between yeah, <laughs> yeah. parents and students. Yeah, but I think ultimately something that we have to take note of would be that the student would be the one that is going through the entire experience. Okay. Uh, we have to ensure that the student is needs are actually fulfilled uh, so that they can actually have a fulfilling trip, right? And, and they can actually reap the most benefit out of their overseas journey. Mm, that's important. Okay, I've been speaking with Emma Chen, who is Marketing Manager for IDP Education. Emma, appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.